every time you go and get back up, you're getting a little bit better. And that's kind of how it's been for us. I really, I don't use that fear as a crutch. I use it as a tool. You can use it as a crutch and you can play the blame game and you can blame other people, but our life is really our responsibility. And I wanted to see how far I could go. It hasn't been so much a progression as a, as a series of stumbles into things that came along. It scares me to even say this because it's uncomfortable sometimes. Find partners that are accountable, that they can hold you accountable. If you're not there, be willing to make the change to go do it. We're doing what it takes and, and others aren't. Hey, this is the Bring Your Own Awesome miniseries, where we talk to cool people who are doing awesome things. I'm Dan Walchmidt, fearless leader of the Edgy Empire, and with me is my co-conspirator, Brock. Yeah, I'm Brock Edwards, and on Bring Your Own Awesome, we interview members of the community. We have a no-holds-barred conversation about their battle for success. So if you want to achieve a new level of success, join us at www.edgy.life. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Dan and Brock, Dan Walchmidt, uh, Brock Edwards. Hey Brock. Hey Dan, how's it going? It's going great. As you guys know, this is the Bring Your Own Awesome. I remembered Brock, right? I remembered. Yeah, that's right. You got the whole name right. <laughs> it's not Bring Your Awesome, it's Bring Your Own Awesome. And uh, I'm excited today that we've got an amazing guest with us, a friend, uh, not just a friend of the empire, like a full, full blown in the middle of the empire, making it happen, um, uh, Michelle I'm going to say Sando, and I know I get that wrong, but did I get it right this time? No. It's, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's all right. Michelle Sandow. And tell people, because I'm not even – I mean, like, we've talked before, right? Yes. And not just once, but, like, several times, and here I am flubbing this. That's all right. It, it makes for a good story. So why don't you just jump in and tell us a little bit about you? <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, I guess personally I'm a lot – probably a lot like a many people – I'm, I'm married. I have two kids. I work a full-time job. Um, th those are kind of my check the box, simple things, but add, add a lot of complexity to our lives and, and dynamics. Um, it, from a professional training, I'm, I identify as a scientist. I, I love science. I love life science. I love figuring out how things work. I think biology is just absolutely fascinating. So what kind of science do you focus on, Michelle? So my training was to study the immune system. So I like, uh, I, I'm really interested in how our body has this ability to, to discriminate and understand what is us, so our self, and what is outside of us. And so we need to attack the, the bacteria or viruses that, that come into our body, but then we're supposed to leave ourselves alone. But we all know that that doesn't actually happen when you think about uh, these autoimmune diseases that folks have, such as diabetes or multiple sclerosis. But then if I can tie this up here. Then the other flip side of that is when we have cancer and that is us and our body's supposed to ignore us. But we're like, wait a minute, this is this is something that is not supposed to be here. So I love that interplay of harnessing the immune system to to figure out all these different things. And so I spent a lot of time um, of my life studying that and uh, I've, I've gotten away from it, uh, but I'm still quite passionate and follow 
uh, academics as well as uh, industry type work that goes on. So I, I just think that that's fascinating. And it's probably a theme, you know, the inside and the outside and all of that, that probably continues to shape the way I look at things. Very nice. So before we start recording, you, you were talking about you're, you're doing a children's book right now. Is there a connection between that and science or where is the book headed? No, there's no science at all in it. So I'm, I'm really turning away from that. And um, as yeah, I'll say I'm just turning away from it. And as I've always, I've just loved books. Books to me are just the most amazing things. And uh, as a researcher, there are great, great tools. And I like writing. I've loved technical writing. But as I've got became a parent, a, I, I love reading to my kids. And I've probably learned as much from these children's books that I've read as I have from these great big novels um, or great big research papers. Because they're, I think it's the little simple nuggets that you get from these children's books that probably help the kids and, uh, and more often than not help me. And so this idea kind of came or uh, this love of books, children's books, and, and wanting to make an impact within that realm. And it, it's probably a small time commitment in, in a way because you're, you're writing a really concise story. You get to your message and then you move on is, is really where that came from. So can you I, I, I love that example, by the way, of the simplicity of a child's book. You know, uh, because as a runner, I, all I do is listen to books. Sometimes you're thinking, okay, get to it, get to it. Are we going to get yeah. to the point? Like, what are we building up to? Come on, people. <laughs> so I think that's awesome. Thank you. Well, nice. So t- can you tell us a little bit about the book? So I, I'm, I'm nervous to share because it's kind of, I haven't shared it a whole lot. Um, and so this is forcing me, um, I guess, in a wider audience to, to share the concept. So the idea is... Uh, I watch kids and it's amazing to me how quickly kids put on their own barriers. Um, so my first book is, is about a, um, a little girl whose, whose voice kind of gets trapped in her own throat. And so I'm, I'm imagine, I don't have the pictures for this yet. So she, she, she wants to say something, but all of a sudden it gets trapped in her throat. And within the story, she, becomes aware of a, uh, of a lion who is going through the same struggle as her and who has to practice his roar because, you know, a lion is supposed to roar. That's what they do. That's their job. They roar at things. But then she realizes that she and this lion are very similar oh, to one another. That's so cool. That is so but, cool. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. So there's, there's another twist to this that I'm really not ready to share, but yes, I'm leaving a cliffhanger for y'all so you can all um, buy the book and see what happens. <laughs> and how this story gets delivered. Um, but the idea is really to, to make this a series. And so uh, the next concept already, I haven't written it, but the concept is um, I see kids putting barriers around themselves to protect themselves. Um, just like, oh, I'm too afraid to do this. And so the idea for this one is that the animal that this individual is going to encounter is going to be a beaver and it builds this great big dam well, no, you don't need to build such a great big wall because you need, yes, it's there to keep you safe and give you a house, but you've made it so big that it probably ends up doing more harm than good. So it's, it's taking these animals who do their natural things and, and learning through a kid's perspective, how to, how to manage these, these things. So here's, here's what I'm fascinated by, because, you know, Brock, Brock just asked you a simple question. He's like, you know, so you're writing a book. 
And, and I, I know a little bit about you, Mich- uh, Michelle. We've talked a couple times on the phone. Um, it's fascinating to me. You're a scientist. Like you're literally that person. You're not a rocket scientist, but you're like a body rocket scientist, which is awesome. So like one day you just decide, I'm going to write a book. Yeah. How, how did that go down? I mean, did you think about it for a while? Did it, did it take you a while to get started? Tell me about so, that process. No, I did, yeah, it was. It took me a while. And so I think for me, writing is is a way to really organize my thoughts and organize my energy and figure out my junk that's in my head. And that's private work. And I, I just want to leave it alone. That, that's private. But... My love for books became the driving force. And as, as I was thinking about books and how magical I think books are, and I'm like, I, I need to make one. And, it, and I didn't want to make a big document. I didn't. So then it slowly, these little ideas just came, probably over the course of six months, and then I started talking to my friends about it. I'm like, hey, I've got this idea. And they're like, that's beautiful. Write it. And I have great friends who encourage me. And so it was just like, well, what the heck? I mean, I have, I have a great job. I have a great life. And even I, I will sell this book, um, but it is, it is not something that um, I'm looking for to fill a hole of, of financial freedom. It's really just a creative exploration for me. So, so the, the theme here, the, the idea of a person's voice getting stuck in their throat. So that really resonates for me. I can really relate to that. What advice do you have for folks out there who feel like their, their voice is stuck in their throat and, and not just kids, but adults? Yeah. So that was, that was my, of course, my own personal struggle because that's me and, and I've gotten better and better at it. And I think, I don't know, it's just practice. And that's what the book does. The book shows this little lion practicing on a blade of grass because who's that blade of grass won't talk back. You know, you practice your words, you practice your voice. Uh, for me, practicing my voice comes out in, in writing. And then, and then I know what it is that I want to say. And then I go back and, and, and say it out loud if it needs to be said out loud. So uh, to me, it's a practice. So there's a lot of people who want to write a book how does that process work for you? I mean, what, what advice would you give to those who are going, yeah, I've always had a book in me, but I can't get it out. That voice is stuck in my throat. I, I don't know that I'm the person to answer that question. Um, I, I, I think you just, you just do it. You just, uh, so Dan, I'll, I'll give you credit here. I think there was that book uh, you had recommended that bird by bird. And I'm going to use a, an expletive because it's in it's in the book. She's like, you just yeah. write, you just write a shitty first draft. <laughs> and I'm like, I love nice. that. Yeah, you write a terrible first draft. Yeah, and who cares? And then you just do it. Yeah, you know what? That's amazing. Now, now, did you use something like Google Docs to write it down? Did you open up your laptop and take a text editor app? I mean, did, I mean, practically speaking, did you use Evernote? What? How did you write? I mean, we, I'm, I'm imagining you. You're like, I'm going to do it. You go and grab something. Maybe you have a cup of coffee next to you, and you like your keys. Your fingers at the keys for the first time. What is that? Where are you? What's happening? Uh, I'm just sitting. Um, I'm sitting. I'm a morning person. I'm sitting at at my desk at home. Um, so I've got a few few moments at home um, after my husband takes the kids to school and um, I, I haven't left for work yet. And I just start typing in Google Docs and I'm like, all right, 
there's this girl, her voice is stuck in her throat. And, and I'm pretty sure I came up with the idea of the lion and the roar. And I just put out words. I just got my shitty first draft done. And, and then I left it there for a while because I'm like, I don't know how this is going to end. I, I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. Okay. Close the laptop, go on to the day job and go, go on with business. Now you're also, you're actually, if I remember correctly from some of our talks, you're pretty athletic too, aren't you? Um, I, I try to be, I try to stay in shape. Um, yeah, I run, I like to do yoga, um, and then just simply stay active, hike and things like that. So talk to me about, um, you know, we're talking about bring your own awesome and it's awesome to me, the story that you've told about your voice stuck in your throat as a speaker, um, man, I've had to practice so much that my, I'm smiling just as I listen to that. Uh, <laughs> what hurdles have you faced, you know, either professionally or personally um, in, in kind of getting to this point of awesomeness where you've got this book concept? Oh, that's a great one. Um, most recently, I, I felt like I needed, and I'm still working through this, like permission to do something. Like I need permission. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so I, I had, there was this other space that I was kind of spending some time in and they give you a course and you can, you can sign up and they'll help you write and, and they'll help spread your word. And to me, like that was a permission to, to allow me to do it, but I had to pay a lot of money to do that. And it gave me structure. I was like, well, that's stupid. You know, I'll, I, but I needed to give myself permission. And I think I'm still working through that. Um, I, I think there would be, a, I think there's a lot of people who are listening right now who struggle yeah. with the exact same thing. They want to write a book. Um, uh, they'll even say to me, Oh Dan, it's good. You do that. But, but, but I'm not you. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's good. <laughs> That's a positive thing. Right. Uh, you know, so we, we each can bring our own awesome, um, Talk to me about, you know, you wrote this book, it sounds like, which you're mentioning earlier to Brock, because you yourself kind of had this struggle with getting your voice out. Um, was that at work? Was that, was, that, was that professionally that you struggled to like, you know, as a really, really smart person, um, vocalize your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of people who... who, who no, that, that's no, that's yeah. not a trick question. I just, there's a lot of people who have jobs and, and I think you work for a really, really big company. Um, and, and, and the, you're, you're in your role and you're, you're, you know, you have the credentials and skills and experience, um, and super qualified to do what you do, but still feel stuck. What is that speaking up, speaking out? What, what is that exactly? Can you put a, can you put a thing on it? Sure. I think it's a couple, I'll, I'll say two things. Number one, it's just, um, me personally as a, and I identify as an introvert. I kind of like to just sit back and watch and see things. And then 90 minutes later is when I get my really cool idea and the time has passed. Right. So there, there's that piece of it, but also it's the, who, who do I think I am to think that I have something of value to add? Who, who, who do you, how you're, I'm, I get, I get the pleasure of being surrounded by really smart, really inspirational, very loud people as well. And, and they have more experience than I do in, in a different space that I'm probably not as uh, well versed as b being business. And who, who am I to, to speak up? 
you know, what, again, it's a permission thing. I need to give myself permission to say, even if what I have to say is really not smart or may come out dumb, you know what, it, it's better that I say it and, and take that risk than not say it at all. Yeah, absolutely. You know, paraphrasing Marianne Williamson, you know, who, who are you not to? Yeah. You, you know, um, so, so Dan, you're, you're a best-selling writer. You've sold a lot of books. Um, would you give Michelle permission to go ahead and write a book? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, so, so you've been authorized, Michelle. You've been authorized. Well, thank you so much. And, and you know what? You, yeah. know what? You, you, you sound like you're light years ahead of me. It took me more than four years to write my book. So it sounds like you're well ahead of schedule. Well, it, it was, it was, uh, it is a strategy that it's a children's book and probably doesn't have to be more than 12 pages with maybe two sentences per page. So that was, that was, uh, by design. <laughs> so, so you, you've been talking kind of about, about your, your challenge and, and what you're up to and, and sharing and inspiring others in the, the edgy empire, just cause I know there's other people out there that are at that same point. Uh, in fact, all of us are probably at that same point somewhere in our lives. So how could the empire help you? You know, how, how could this group help you move forward? Well, that's great. Cause I, uh, with this particular project, I, um, I'm interested in self-publishing. Um, so some insight on that, there's a particular website that I think I, I, I want to go through, but I am open to other thoughts. My biggest roadblock right now is because it's a children's book, uh, I expect there to be uh, illustrations and I do not like to draw. It is, it does not bring me any joy. And I'm pretty sure that would come through pretty well on the pages. So I, if there's somebody out there who would love to, to work on this type of a project with me, I, I, I welcome that opportunity. Um, so, so those are the two things. So, so illustrations. What specifically would you want to know about self-publishing? I think with self-publishing, I think I, I I can do the legal stuff. I've done patents and I've done trademarks and stuff, so I can get the copyright done and all that sort of stuff. I'm not worried about that. Maybe it's the uh, the the energy behind the marketing of a self-published hmm. book. Uh, this is what everyone wants to know. How do how do I put my book in a place where people buy it? Yes. Thank you for helping me articulate that. <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. Um, so that that will will leave that to the empire to help us because I think there's probably uh, a tremendous number of great ideas for that. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you spending some time with us today to talk about your own awesome. Here you are, scientist. You're fascinated by the human body and how it works and the science behind all of that. Um, you find yourself in a position where. You're thinking, why aren't I speaking up? Why aren't I speaking out? I have great ideas and I'm really freaking smart, right? And I should be able to be able to, you know, have these conversations. And so um, you channel that through a, uh, a child's uh, book, which is amazing. And even that wasn't easy because you had to get permission. A huge lesson for all of us on, um, on that. Um, and so uh, what we can do to help you, it sounds like, is, is figure out the world around self-publishing. Yep. And if anyone has any ideas, we'll give you Michelle's contact information so you guys can talk. And as well, illustrations. I know there's some amazing illustrators inside the group. How awesome would it be to have people team up and do this? Nice. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us. Brock, um, any final questions for Michelle? Uh, Michelle, is there anything we didn't ask you that you were just hoping we would ask? No, I, I can't think of anything else. No. All right. We covered it all. Yes. 
Well, thank you for spending so much time with us. For those of you listening, um, what's, what's your own awesome that you're bringing to life? Small steps can make a big difference. And um, I'm excited as always to hear about your brand of awesome. See you, on the next, see you on the next episode where we talk to someone else who is bringing their own awesome. If you're the sort of person who is always looking to surround yourself with champion grade awesomeness, like that last interview Brock and I shared with you, go to edgy.life and join us. That's www.edgy.life. Take your personal and professional game, your life, to that next level of awesomeness. See you there. Ooh.